Hello, I'm Rupert Bell with my latest Racing UK radio podcast and some reflections on the Sporting Bet Newbury Winter Festival. Let's first start with the Hennessy. And a week after Corto Sars seemed to reduce every race guard Haydock to a gibbering wreck, Saturday's result was in its way equally as emotional. The victory at Carruthers was a triumph for the honest-to-goodness old-fashioned chaser and gave trainer Mark Bradstock and his ebullient jockey Matty Batchelor a well-deserved moment in the sunshine. But one man who was much missed in the post-race euphoria was his owner, Lord Oaksey. To think he rode the winner of the race back in 1958, and this horse was bred specifically to give him something to enjoy during his retirement. Sadly, too frail to make it to Newbury, he would have enjoyed seeing the way the bold Carruthers set about landing one of the season's big ones. Son-in-law Mark Bradstock's runner has always tried his heart out, even managing a fourth in the Cheltenham Gold Cup. But on Saturday, the racing gods were feeling kind, and once again boldly running from the front, as is his wont, he and Matty Batchelor were in perfect harmony throughout. It was a classy performance, and surely, if trained by anyone else, might have gone off favourite. His jockey, now 35, it was without question the biggest win of his career. And just last weekend he was questioning his future in the sport, and his weighing room colleagues were unstinting in their delight at his success. Bachelor, though, as he told Racing UK's Lydia Hislop, was naturally full of praise for his lion-hearted charge. The horse has always deserved it, Lydia, you know, and last year he wasn't, I can't keep saying enough, he wasn't the horse, he was, he was totally wrong. And this year he's come back, I mean, scored him the other morning, and he's felt such good fettle, you know, and fair play to Sarah Mark, and he's just jumped from fence to fence. I was struggling a bit early, but then once I got into the front and the river, he just flew, you know. And characteristically, he made a couple of mistakes in the early stages. Yeah, only just because I'm sort of trying to hold my position, and I'm, I'm getting to my fences too quick, and he's, but he's still getting me out of trouble, he's so good, you know. He, he makes anyone look good, even me, that's hard. He's a little lion in the closing stages, Absolute, the way he's jumping. Absolute lion, yeah. I mean, I've gone down to the last, and I come up, he come up for the second last to me, and I went down to the last, and I thought, if he, I've got a wing list to win it, really, and he's absolutely, he hasn't let me down one bit. Well done to the Carruthers team, and also a great effort from Philip Hobbs, training the second and third home with Planet of Sound, good effort with that weight, and fair along. But I just wonder if that wasn't the strongest renewal of this great race, and the second season novices such as 1833, Wayward Prince and Wymott all disappointed. But a horse that did not disappoint was Big Bucks, who made it a staggering 13 straight wins to equal the magnificent Bueller. Admittedly, Saturday's race was hardly an examination, but it did suggest that the three-times world hurdle winner is as good as ever. Owner Andy Stewart, following this facile victory, is clear on the road ahead. But what I think we are going to do is we are going to continue, you know, win, lose or draw, go to Ascot, then go back and take uh, Mr Dillon's money for the fourth world hurdle, and then we'll go back to Liverpool. And then we'll review at the end of the season, but there is no intention at all of him going chasing at all at the moment. Well, for the time being, but maybe... For oh, the time being, yeah. We, we, after Liverpool, we might review that. But uh, there's some good, um, there's some very, very good chases around. There were also some revealing races over the three days. Bobsworth and Q Card produced a real thriller on Friday, and Grand Cru's team's decision to no longer play second fiddle to Big Bucks has been vindicated with a second win over Fences, which could not have left his jockey Tom Scudamore more pleased, as he told Nick Luck of Racing UK.
delighted with him again today. He's jumped even better today than he did last time at Cheltenham. Um, and it's always going to be tougher for him in a four-runner race. You know, you see lots of good horses get beat when it's a muddling affair. Um, but just, you know, I don't think a year ago he'd have coped with a race like that. Whereas now, you know, he's switching off in his races. I'm able to go, you know, always have them in my sights. And at the same time, he's jumped his way upside and down the back. Whereas there were times last year when he'd have just picked up and gone, you know, I'm able just to bide my time a bit more and you know, basically do exactly as, as I pleased on him. Um, you know, he just gives a feeling of, of complete class and um, you know, I was very you know, delighted with him again today. How good do you think the runner-up is? Oh, the runner-up runner is obviously you know, a, a good horse. I think in, uh, you know, you know, hopefully in a, you know, a few months' time or, or whenever that um, it will look like some performance trying to give yeah. £7 to him because we've really you know, kicked clear of, of two solid yardsticks. You know, Viking Blonde wasn't beaten all that far by decent horses at Cheltenham last time and um, was it? We've, we've put 27 lengths in between us from three out to the winning line so um, yeah I think that was probably a good performance by two very good solid horses. It must be very difficult when you're training a horse of this calibre, riding a horse of this calibre to know how many runs to give the horse before they're, they're big targets. Do you feel he's a horse that can take plenty of racing now? Yeah he's, he's very tough, he's got a hard constitution um, and as I say you know I mean, Dave will do what's, what's right for the horse so I'll just turn up and ride him but um, you know, he's, he's, he is a tough horse and uh, you know he loves his work he thrives on his jumping and um, he just he just enjoys life Jerry Supple was making mention of the fact that the Feltham chase at Kempton had been mooted as a possibility and I asked him whether a tendency just to shift to his left a bit might, might compromise him going right-handed what are your thoughts on that um, he's handled around Taunton he ran around Taunton over hurdles a couple of times um, off the top of my head I think that's the only time he's been right-handed um, but again I'd have you know I'd have I'd have no fears um, you know whatever race they wanted to run him in because um, yeah I was delighted with him again today just looking forward to, to renewing the association with him at some point so another great weekend has provided plenty of memorable moments. Now Sandown and Aintree will take centre stage for a terrific double bill for Racing UK viewers on Saturday. Without question, this is the perfect excuse for putting off the dreaded Christmas shopping. Enjoy your racing week.